2: Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson with you here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. And yes, yes, yes. Believe it or not, there's a football game tonight, I've been told. In Chicago against the Bears, it's Soldier Field and uh, joining us right now to talk about it be the BetQL Guest Hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today is my old friend Bradley Biggs from Chicago, Illinois, Chicago Tribune Bears reporter. How many years now, Brad, by the way, have you been doing the the Bears beat at this point?
3: Uh, uh, this is my 22nd season covering the Bears, okay. so uh, as oh. I tell people, I've got a uh, multiple PhDs now in um, studying bad quarterback play. <laughs> so,
2: Bradley's from this I know area. know what it looks like. And yeah. bad team play. Yeah, Brad, Brad's from this area, so he grew up watching the Washington Redskins for many, many years, so... Since you've been to Chicago, obviously things have uh, not been too br- great here either, uh, as you know. But let, yeah. let me s- say this about the Bears. And I was saying this to Doc earlier, and this is a, an argument we had with Mike Shanahan. Now, this is a decade ago, um, right? My, uh, Doc, a decade ago, and he goes, look, bad teams, they come out with these crazy stories. This is what happens all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, coach. I think they suck in peace in other markets at times. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like it's at the level of it is in Washington, but... I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Brad. You guys have had some bad years during your times. The beat. Does it ever get as loud as it is in Washington when there's th- when when everything's going wrong?
3: No, I, I don't think you you uh, you have quite as much um, vitriol or dysfunction or really just distractions, right? That yeah. are that are completely removed from the playing field okay you know like the the focus here is usually on the playing field and and why things aren't good and and they've got a brand new regime new gm this year new head coach much younger roster i mean they've got some they've 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 got a good vibe in the building right now they're two and three they haven't played great they've got a young quarterback they're uh developing and, and hoping we'll uh Will you know make some advancements? He played better in a loss, Justin Fields, last week at uh, at Minnesota. But their passing game has been pretty messy uh, so far. They're they're thirty uh, first in the league and run defense. They're dead last in the league and third down defense. So they've you know they've got questions kind of all across the roster. But there aren't those you know outside distractions that can create a heck of a lot of noise uh that are surrounding this team. I mean they're talking about a new stadium here, but um the the suburb they're talking about going to, uh some of the people there would are trying to fall over themselves to, to make it happen.
4: <laughs> yeah, not quite the same as this here. <laughs> oh yeah, falling over to try to make it not happen. <laughs> yeah. The Bears do Jeez. have <clears throat> and they they really screwed up the a stadium that had a lot of history. It's the worst design of any <laughs> professional facility it is bad. I've ever seen weird. and ever been to. So but they got to blow it up to, to clean yeah. it up. But I will give you fan base credit. It's a loyalty, of something about them that I don't feel here now. I just don't feel it.
3: Right, and and they've had they have had some success here. You know, mm-hmm. twenty eighteen, they're uh, NFC North champs. Uh, twenty ten. They went to the NFC title game, uh, 2006. They reached uh, Super Bowl 41. So while there have been some lean years, they've also had some success. They've had a good defense. They've had uh, some pretty good players. They just it, it, sustained success has been unattainable here. Uh, the Bears, uh, in like the last 30 years, they've had back-to-back winning seasons once. That was 2005, 2006. So they get good, and then all of a sudden things sort of unravel, they get some injuries, inconsistencies, and and it's like before you know it, and then two years after that they're kind of back to the drawing board. So they went back to the drawing board after the end of last season. They've got Ryan Coles in as the general manager, Matt Eberflus is the head coach, uh, and they're hoping that uh it can really start to build this thing back up, but but they didn't seek uh, any patches or quick fixes or shortcuts this offseason—they were sort of measured uh, in the decisions they made—and and I think that's the smart thing to do. When you had an older roster that was underperforming, instead of trying to patch it up, they—they um, they tore it down. They're still kind of in that process. They traded away uh, Khalil Mack, their the best defensive player, and they're trying to, uh, you know, improve for the
2: future. We're talking to Brad Biggs. uh, The Chicago Tribune Bears reported with us here on uh, the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson and Doc Walker with you. All right, so Justin Fields, you said, look, he's had some highs. He's had some lows at this point. Uh, Obviously, they're trying to still figure out what they have there. How – Do they have enough around him right now, Brad? I mean, in terms of playmakers. I mean, how do they feel about that? Are you see the rosters transitioning? Is there enough guys around him to really get a good evaluation this season as to how much progress he's making?
3: That's a question that a lot of people who follow the team and a lot of fans are asking because the offensive line um, is really young in some parts and it's it's struggled a little bit. They've got a rookie fifth round pick at left tackle. And as you guys know, fifth-round picks as rookies can slot in occasionally on the offensive line. Typically, that's going to be a guard. Um, This guy's at left tackle, and he's coming from southern Utah. That's about as far from the SEC as you can get in college football, right? So um, they've got youth and inexperience uh, that has struggled a little bit on the offensive line. Their skill position, talent at the wide receiver position – uh, is as bad as it gets in the National Football League. I, I like Darnell Mooney. I think he's going to be—he's uh, a good player right now, and I think he's going to get better. He's got some speed. He can take the top off that Washington secondary in the game tonight. But he, he's not—he's uh, not a guy that's going to make a ton of contested catches. He's five foot eleven, maybe about one hundred seventy-five pounds. So I think there's limitations to his game. I don't think he's ever going to be a true number one wide receiver in the National Football League. But opposite him, it's a collection of guys. And so, um, yeah, you look at it and you say, well, who does Fields have to throw to and how much time does he have to throw? Uh, So those are legitimate questions. What they have done offensively this season is they've run the heck out of the football. Uh, Not as well last week against Minnesota. But in the first four weeks, they were their run game was as, as good as you would find uh, in the league. So they have had success up front on the line and in creating some holes and space for the running backs.
4: How does it make them feel that we have two starting tackles that they discarded, and then
3: their line is garbage? Yeah, I mean that's a that's a great question. Now. I... I'm of the camp, I'm in the camp that the the decision to release Charles Leno in uh, April of of 2021 was a mistake by the Bears. You know they had him at about nine million bucks for that year, and uh, he it, it was nothing but durable for him. 93 consecutive starts for the Bears. They uh, wanted to move on. They drafted two tackles one in round two one in round three and and their plans didn't work out so they ended up having to bring uh jason peters out of some fishing hole in texas to mm-hmm. uh resume his career at at the blind side uh but I, leno was scapegoated here quite a bit by the fan base you know they look at it and they they don't want to blame the quarterback right so you look for someone else to blame and um you know, he started next. The collection of left guards that played next to him in those ninety-three consecutive starts is really something. There were twelve different left guards that he started next to, and it was uh, kind of a, a carousel. Like it, it didn't stop m- moving very often. I mean, it was constant change. Elsewhere on the line, he had I think five different line coaches, five different offensive coordinators. So he he did okay for himself. Uh, and, and I think t- to his credit, he's been able to put down some roots, uh, in Washington and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the issues with the line there are more right now, anyway, on the interior, yes. uh, where, where what the commanders are on the third center and then the right guard position it as I understand, it, and talking to scouts around the league has been particularly poor.
2: Indeed. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not it's been really good. It's nice. The, the yeah. Commanders that they brought in have yeah. not uh, played very well either, uh, one of which has already been benched. The other one, uh, is, as far as we know, going to start tonight in and, uh, Andrew Norwell. We're here with Brad Biggs, uh, Chicago Tribune, talking uh, Bears with us, uh, Commanders tonight via the BeckQL guest hotline here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. What's going on with the Bears' defense? I mean, I think that's the most shocking thing to me. I saw last week they had a good week against the run, uh, against the Vikings, but they still got over 100 yards. And just it's, it's in the past, has felt like that was just something you couldn't do. You couldn't run on the Bears, and they're giving up, I mean, uh, uh, crazy amounts of uh, yardage on the ground this season so far. What, 170 per game? Uh, it's just it's not very Bear-like. What would have been the issues with that defense?
3: Well, it's, uh, it's a new scheme, okay, and um... – it's like any time you get a you get a regime change where they're also going to change the scheme. Is there's there's not enough time in one offseason, not enough resources in one offseason to get the personnel the the way you want it to be. So I, I said this morning on the radio here in Chicago, guys. I said as as uh, much as the offensive line has struggled this year. Uh, the reality is I think the defensive line for the Bears has played worse and that doesn't fit the narrative that a lot of people want to want to have, you know, because you can blame quarterback struggles on the offensive line. It's hard to blame issues for Justin Fields on the defensive line. Right. You know that that doesn't really match up. So they've been poor uh, up front. Uh, Their best corner, Jalen Johnson, missed the last three games of the quad injury. He's going to be back tonight. He's a pretty good player that um, is only in year three. He's going to get better. uh, So that should help them out. But um, bad against the run and just really bad on third down. You know, the the Vikings last Sunday, guys, were 12 of 15 on third down. And that's unheard of.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's just right. is that ridiculous. So Well, this team uh, but, was one of eleven, Brad, so it should yeah. be a little easier for you guys tonight. So yeah.
3: well, I mean something's gotta give, right? <laughs> yeah. Either either the commanders <laughs> are gonna all of a sudden get good on third down. Right. Uh or uh or the Bears are gonna all of a sudden get good on third down. So you know, Roquan Smith is a very good player, uh at that weak side linebacker spot. They've got Robert Quinn as a pass rusher. Uh, set a Bears franchise record with 18 and a half sacks last year. And we know he's had a long, successful career in the league. He's got more than a hundred sacks, but you've got to go back to 2013, 2014. The last time Robert Quinn put together back to back double digit sack seasons, 10 sacks or more uh, in consecutive years, it's been up and down, you know, when Robert Quinn first got here in 2020, he did almost nothing Uh, and so he's coming back last year. He's in year two. And it's like, why in the world did they pay this guy in free agency? And he blows up. He was incredible. Um, he hasn't gotten going this year. Uh, their other pass rushers haven't gotten going. Now the biggest issue of course has been that if you don't stop the run, you're not going to earn the right, uh, to get after the quarterback. Mm. Exactly. Well,
4: this is going to, what's your gut tell you? I can't honestly say I'm going to speak for Jack. I can't yeah, I, say that, yeah, we're going to win the game. Tonight. I have no, no idea I would never do that to myself what was going to happen. I, and I hate the fact that I don't have a feel for if we have a chance to win the game. How about you?
3: Yeah, I – I picked the Bears to win by three, 23 to 20 guys, but my level of conviction is about as low as it goes. I I just, I don't have a, you know, and it's Thursday night football where you don't know what you're going to get. True. I mean, I, I hope for the viewing public in America, not just the markets in Chicago and, and, and back in D.C., that it's a better game because I, I felt almost tortured listening to Al Michaels go through that game between the Colts and the Broncos last week, right? I mean, that yeah. was that was a, a tractor pull it was ugly uh and and al does it, al does marquee sporting events right al shouldn't have yes. to call a game like that you're <laughs> expecting something grand yep. uh with al michael's having the microphone and so i'm i'm hopeful for more i you know what's the over unders i think 38 right now yeah how about and that a lot of, a lot of times you get these super low scoring games like last thursday with these short weeks, but something tells me it's going to go over tonight. I don't know what, I don't know why. Uh, So we'll see. Uh, I know, listen, the commanders are in a desperate spot. I think Jonathan Allen put it really well earlier this week. You're in big trouble. If you go to go to one and five, Uh, the bears two and three, they're, they're kind of just getting going. You know, there's not the pressure of a, of a staff being in the third season uh, here. So, it will be. Uh, hopefully, it'll be interesting. I'll say that.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Al Michaels threatened retirement. I don't think he looked at the schedule when he said that. He goes, "The game's worse than this past week. I'm going to retire." He clearly did not know what was yeah, in front of him. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a gag. Yeah, well, and, and that was
3: that's, like I'm watching Twitter last Thursday night while I'm while I'm watching the Colts and the Broncos, and everyone's complaining about it. And I'm like, "Do you folks know what what you're in store for next Thursday?" I mean, like, like, really.
2: <laughs> no doubt. Oh, man. Hey, Brad, good talking to you, though, buddy. Uh, thanks, enjoy brother. Enjoy it tonight, and uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. Great great to have you on.
3: All right, guys. Good have luck. a great evening. Hope you enjoy the game. Thanks. All right, thanks
2: a lot. Brad Biggs, good enough to join us uh, from the Chicago Tribune uh long played played little league with Brad many oh, really? many years ago he's a, Wait uh, a minute, hold, 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 well a little, we're now a little, we're now little, excuse me we're, we're just as high school uh you, alums you played little league little league baseball baseball. Was, uh, yeah, and yeah, baseball. what position did you play uh for that team i was first base Okay. Brad Pitch, Brad was a pretty good pitcher back in the day. Uh, and Brad like Biggs Lillie, on Twitter, man. Nothing so like he's he, good. He's very good. He's been covering the Bears for, a long, a, city, I mean, for a long time. It's a great city, man. Radio for a long time up cold, there. Cold, yeah, but classy. It's a great city. No, it is yeah, a Awesome city. It's classy. One of my most fun times covering the Wizards, of course, was up there. Oh course, well, shout, come par- on. Partially because of what arenas yeah. did to him, but also yeah. because of the fact that I got to go the Cubs game that day. Yeah. You know, first time at Wrigley, which is incredible. And then to go see that game that night. And you know how great those fans are there. They left at halftime. Left at halftime because the Wizards were killing them. And of course... Wizards, like they tend to do, always let them back in the game. And right. then suddenly, I guess it wasn't, excuse me, it was like the early first quarter they left. Okay. Then suddenly the, the Bulls make a ferocious comeback, tie the game until Arenas hits the game winner at the buzzer and shuts the place up. People were trying to get back in. It was before the Heat. Remember when the Heat fans did That's this in right. the finals? This was similar to that, except, you know, in Chicago, they didn't lock them out. They let them come back in, which was quite funny. Yeah. But they were scrambling to their seats because that was a big game five, obviously. It's, it's,
4: it's To me, I think. First preseason game in the NFL was against the Bears. Just going down, what they call it, Michigan Avenue. Yeah. I always, it referred to me as New York that's been power washed. Yes, it's cleaner. It's cleaner. But
2: that damn wind, man. Oh the Windy City God. is the greatest nickname no in the history joke. of nicknames. It's not a joke. You think, yeah. oh, come on. I've I got been around. I wind. got
4: knocked around. <laughs> and i mean knocked around i could not walk forward michigan avenue on my walk. own yes
2: and the spring was a very I'm hard just, to walk
4: and it was it was b it was pushing me around it's badass but the shopping it's incredible it was glamorous yeah. it, it was something about it it's hard for me to relate that mike bird is from chicago
2: i know i mean it's the only thing that imagine make sense. how cool it must have been when jordan and the bulls were oh, running man. like they were i mean it must have been incredible uh but yeah the whole area is uh the, the city's awesome. you
4: know what anybody that has a run now we feel deprived. Yet yeah, we've had runs here. Yes, The Caps run. The Curly W's run. Wasn't
2: really encouraged from what I saw last night, by the way. <laughs> well,
4: no. Th- we didn't get off to a great start, no. but there's no. there's a lot more of them. No, there's go. 81 80 more 81. of them. Yeah, 81 more. Hopefully more than that. And, then, you know, Sheehan did a pre—did you know? What's that? He did a—he um, had Ben Rabion. and he did a— an old, a piece of the Caps. Get out. And You're I'm BS texting and the whole time. You're BS. It needs it. to be a staple.
2: You're BS. No, I'm serious. It was good he stuff. Caps.
4: Yeah, it was good stuff. No way. Yeah.
2: Uh, by the way, so how desperate is one in five? I'll give you that stat coming up. We'll get back to calls as well at 301 230 Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Ken Harvey will join us at 2 here in on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. to feel it, jack a little bit more what's that the fact that we could, could win a game tonight well i hope so because if you don't here's what you got if you're one in five okay one in five since 1990 back when this franchise was good 157 teams have started one in five or worse of those 157 less than two percent of the teams 1.9 to be exact have reached the playoffs so three teams out of 157 now you might say hey in 2020, this team did that. They started 1-5 and made the playoffs, and that is correct. However, I'll just remind you that was, A, a 16-game schedule, and, B, uh, a lot different NFC East. If you haven't noticed, the Eagles are undefeated, the Cowboys are 4-1, and the dang Giants are 4-1. So this is a much bigger hole this year. Um, the 5-15 and in September and October <clears throat> is the number that hangs over Ron Rivera's neck uh, really poorly. Uh, I mean, and again... You know, ten and eight. You know, after that swell, but you can't just expect to go five hundred or one game above five hundred, or even two games above five hundred if you bury yourself these first two months and think it's going to be good enough because it's not. So, anyhow, they well, got to get better at I, a I lot mean, of things.
4: My phone blowing up, Frank Dynamite Stevens, out on the West Coast, coaches saying they call the NFL owners mafia and the owners can't f with him. Hire the law firm, but Stephen A. Smith and everybody's going nuts mm-hmm. over it, and
2: I go. Sounds just like Capitol Hill. It does. And uh, although I thought our one caller brought up a good point, like in the mafia, though, if you cross the other bosses, like,
4: oh no, you know, there'd be a horse
2: head in your bed or something. I mean, you know. Yeah.
4: It's not not quite that. that.
2: It's not quite that. You you think Dan has that in him? Uh, no, no. I think his point is the other owners. Do they have that in them to take this? If there's really these threats going on, but oh, do you think Dan would make these threats?
4: Yeah, I mean, just we've think heard about it.
2: about it enough over the years. The vanilla ice cream with his coaches, you know, with poor. But that's uh, the
4: guy that works for
2: him, Mike Nolan. You know, but they work for him. The poor treatment of uh, you know former employees. These things we've heard of. But all they work for him. But these are his, equals. His peers. His peers. Air quotes. That's my point. Uh, I did think. Don Van Natta brought this up on the podcast on ESPN, Pablo Torres, that this is one of the very few times they have encountered a Jerry Jones, uh, reached out to Jerry Jones, where he would not talk. So interestingly enough, this was complete garbage. Jerry didn't talk. Jerry would probably just say, hey, no, this is not true, he's my friend, you know, I'm not saying these things, I don't know where you're coming up with this stuff, but he did not do that. So it's interesting. Is it interesting and important? I don't know. I just think it's interesting right now. I don't know if it's important yet. Well, I understand Jerry's interest in
4: Dan. I mean, that's just strategic warfare. Whenever you have a weak opponent, you want to keep him weak. So he just embraces him, and he's like his feet dangling off the bed. Like he's excited about it. He should hate Jerry's guts. It's a rivalry. That's where George Allen had it right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? George had it right. George is the reason... That we were pushed in this direction, his fury because it was legitimately hate.
2: Like George wanted, Allen, yeah,
4: he wasn't negotiating with anybody. He wanted it was a fuss versus Tom the world. Lentry in midfield, this guy is trying <laughs> to lick the plate of a guy that's supposed to be an enemy, and Jerry's just playing him because he know he didn't have to fear him. Right? You think he's worried about him? He, you know, what I mean, come on. Yeah. So this, he's getting played. He's getting played, and he has no circle. You gotta have the weakest group of personal friends on earth. If I was ever this ignorant publicly, I would hope you'd pull me to the side and say, Dog, seriously? No, really, this is an absolute disgrace. Will and Landover. Hey, what's up, what's
2: up Will? What's happening, Will?
5: Man, I'm out, I'm out the lab. I can finally talk today. <laughs> hey, man, I think people are confusing this for a bad offense. This is a bad organization, terrible organization, and I think people don't really understand what that means. That means when you have a bad organization, you do everything that is designed to help bad teams get better. You do it wrong. That's what they're doing, and so on top of that, you have a situation where Ron. I never liked Ron as an X and O guy. To me, when he was when he was with Carolina, they were never a great X and O type team. They didn't make adjustments in that in that Panthers versus. Uh, uh Patriots Super Bowl that
2: made any consequence to me and you know it, You mean it, the uh the Broncos Super Bowl Sorry sorry Yeah cuz that yeah. was that was Fox was the other one was the Patriots Super Bowl
5: Yeah but I mean it it just doesn't seem this is effectively the 2023 preseason That's what we're looking at right now Yeah And like you alluded to there is to me I'm 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 going to even overstate what you said There is no hope because this is the worst team in this division. You can't go to the playoffs and you can't make a long run like that when you're not even the best team in your division. That time they went, the last time they they made a good run like that, they were better than the other teams in the division when Zach got hurt. They're not better than any of these teams now. So there is no big run in them, and there's no savior on the bench that they can refer to. And just last point, people don't get it that there's a reason, and this was the only thing they did right. They put Taylor Heineken on the bench for a reason. He's not great at anything. I like the guy, personally. He's not great at anything. You don't build teams around a quarterback who's mediocre. San Francisco tried to do that, and look what happened. They don't even want that guy. So, I mean, you know, thanks for taking
2: Oops, he just got cut off. Well, Yeah, just in time. Tell you what, San Francisco is glad they have that guy because they got a chance to have a season still.
4: Yeah, yeah it's, it's a rough deal. Rob in the District of Columbia. We're on you, baby.
6: Hey, Doc, I spoke to you uh, about a couple of weeks ago, and we spoke about the uh, fans not going to the Philly game. Right. But um, you look at it now, you're talking about the gates and the the fanship not being at the stadium. It looks like it's working. The, the only thing I know noticing it. Just imagine this Thursday night game was uh, at FedEx Field. It looked terrible on national TV. So I mean, there'd I be a lot of Bears fans draw. here. I got news yeah,
4: for you. There'd be it. a lot of Bears fans. There'd be a hell of a lot of Bears fans here. Yeah, they 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 <laughs> traveled,
2: man. And Thursday night is guess still what? Special. Next Sunday, gonna be all a lot of cheeseheads here. Oh, you are, you are man, the packer, packer nation. Tons of cheeseheads. Yeah, appreciate the phone call, Bonesy. You are next. Welcome to their Berlin currency. Gold. By the way, is the same for the guy who gets the money. Like you yeah. might say it's a bad look, and oh, ha ha ha. But guess what? For him, it's the same, It's more money than he would have gotten if it was you know Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, no, it, it's um. So actually, the jokes on all of us, not him. Oh no,
4: question, coach him, coach him up, man. On Twitter, he's artistic. Isn't that dumpster fire? Yeah. I mean, it was great. That's good stuff. I love it. <sighs> oh boy, I love Bonesy. My man, my main man, Doc mm-hmm.
7: Scott. So man, check it out, man. You know, dude, got to go back in the lab, man. But uh, anyway, man, uh, you know, man, they done... not you know, promoted. You know, they got B. Rob and you know, uh, back in the game, right? You know, and then got my man uh, uh, Antonio Gibson running back punts and stuff. You know, Antonio Gibson only got three carries last week. You know what I mean? The whole regime, the whole running back room, only ain't he total over 50 yards last week? And then you know this so-called punt returner or kick returner. You know, you know, we had guys like B. Mitch, Mike Nail, Speedy Duncan, Eddie Brown. You know, Virgin say, man, all these guys. I'm saying, man, what are these people doing, man? I'm saying, man, look, man, they got to turn this thing over, man. You know, but I'm gonna keep coming back, man. Just like they say, man, just keep coming back. So I'm gonna keep on coming back, Doc. Man, y'all have a wonderful day, man. Thanks for taking my Appreciate call. Appreciate, dog.
4: We ain't going nowhere. Like I say, don't let outsiders. Come in here, rob a bank, leave, and then you feel bewildered. Oh, hell no. We did not been through this before. Matter of fact, we lead the league in this crap. Ain't nothing new. We just have to overcome it. Phil in the district, welcome.
1: Thank you so much for taking my call on this beautiful uh, Thursday. Thank goodness the game's not here. there would be about 6,000 people on the stands. But I want to take uh, the focus off of Danielle for a second. And uh, this is a trap game for the Washington fans' emotions. This is a win tonight, and, of course, the local media will be excited tomorrow talking about uh, a possible win streak coming up here with Ron with his history of the four-game win streaks. I just really wish we would dump the game, move on to B-Rob, see what Hal can do, keep Dotson once he's healthy, uh, keep him out as long as we can. Let him get back and get fresh. And I just want to say a big what's up to my boy Shane down in Charleston. He's listening in. Miss you, buddy.
2: Talk soon. Thanks. All right. Appreciate that. Shout out to Shane. Shane. Charleston Shane. I like that. Um, Yeah, I mean, listen, if they win this game, it's just a deodorant. You know, it's like a light spray of deodorant, and that's all it is. I mean, I'm with you. You need to to show me more than just beating the Bears. I mean, I'm with you. But – if you lose to the Bears, oh my God. No, don't even oh think it. I don't even God. want to process that. I'm not even coming to work Charles on that.
4: Leno Thank Jr., birthday. I, and I you know, was giving him birthday wishes. Be great to go back to the Wendy and get that. Sure. See, I didn't even – the first time that I've even heard lose associated with this team and the Bears, I find that impossible. They've had a history of just killing them. Oh, I we mean, lost – my wor- worst loss was 1984 – Playoffs. Rivera was on the team that beat us.
2: Well, I know, but in mean, m- 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 recent history, they have owned the Bears. Whatever yeah. that means. Whatever yeah. that means. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, again, Wentz, 6 0, Thursday Night Football, 15 TDs to one pick, or whatever it is. Wentz is what? 6 0 on Thursday Night Football, 15 TDs to one pick, or two picks, I think it is. Oh, this is in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is in the well, bag. Well, he doesn't get to take the me, Eagles teams call. with him. He let doesn't get call. to take the Eagles teams with him. He's got to take this wow. team. Wow. Okay. You know yeah. what? Let me call my bookie you get on that? Yeah, call Kevin. Let me get Kevin. You don't over. even need to yeah. do that. I can, I can set it up no, on your phone. I'm calling. I'm calling. All right. He uh, won't be playing golf today. It's raining. If so, you're yeah. on the line, hanging there. We'll get to you on the other <laughs> side. 301-230-0980. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson. It's Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app.
4: Those of you wondering about the big one, Big L, Lanelle Willingham, he had the audacity to question the validity of my comments about a clothesline. Really? Yeah. What what is what part was he questioning? Well, it's almost as if
2: like you didn't know. What like it was? I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, like
4: I didn't grow up when uh, we had we didn't have a washer or we, right we had a, we didn't have a dryer. He's
2: underestimated your age. He's
4: underestimated my age. Yeah, and that's a tribute to conditioning. <laughs> uh,
2: Dan C. Uh, tweets to say, I'm sure there's a straw pool going on as we speak. We won't be brought up unless they have the votes talking about the Snyder situation. Uh, Mike Dolan says, hey, man, this is just a normal week in Washington. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Neil Rockville says, wait, you mean Dan isn't responsible for the guard and the linebacker selections? Uh, I'm telling you, Neil's angling to get on this attorney it's team, attorney I think. Neil Boy, Jacob, very, please, if you don't very mind. very guarded about the owner Don't let days. Kevin...
4: Really uh, de-emphasizing this man's credibility as a professional, Call him Neil in Rockville. No, that's Neil the Jacobs, attorney.
2: attorney at law. Willis says Scott and Doc until they have something concrete on Dan. I could care less. These guy, the guys that are fighting daily to get the season turned around is where I, the focus needs to be right now. Yeah, and good luck to those guys. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to those yeah. guys. My goodness. Yeah, people.
4: People really do want this guy ousted. Is if it's you? If there's any chance of that happening?
2: Corey Miles says, don't think this piece re- – oh, we already read that one. I'm sorry. That was Corey. Who's the one I did not read? I was trying. Oh, wrong way. I went the wrong way. That's the scroll dummy. Uh, Bill Bloom says, well, that's good enough for me. Model organization, a culture with great results on the field, <laughs> as well as the past 23 years. End of story. Makes sense also that his great friend and ally, Jerry, had no comment on the story rather than defending Dan. Yeah, and again, that was uh, brought Ooh. up by Don Venata. said that that was one surprising aspect of this to him.
4: You you opened me, my eyes
2: to that one. That was yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. Yes, I, and and perhaps important, as the uh, head coach likes to say. All right, where are we going next on the phone lines? Here? Well,
4: um, oh my goodness, she's. You know, I was hoping Sabah wasn't tied up with patients saving lives. Well, I mean, because it's I hope she saves lives on the Dr. Game Sabah.
2: Sabah.
8: <laughs> hey there, Doc. You know, speaking of that, I was actually on my way to the operating room when I called Chris and Pete. And now I'm done. And now I'm calling you guys. So y'all, my book ends today. How's that?
2: Like there you that. go. As long as you I got like the it. surgery on in did. between, that's all that matters. Did,
4: how, how's the patient's, uh, what's the status?
8: Oh, every, as always, every surgery is a success.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> Until they're not. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Everything's doing well. And we good. pray to the Lord every day. I pray my-
2: oh, no. Did you cut Sabal well. t- no, oh, no, She's here. Go. She's there still you there. Go, go ahead. We go. Thought we lost her for, uh, no, for a second. What
8: happened? y'all me? No, we got you. You're back. Go You're for it. You know I, I, okay. mm-hmm. I, I just said, okay, I just have I pray for my patience before I operate on them every day just to make sure God's sure. with me and mm-hmm. everything works well. So that's good. Okay, here we go. We are not tanking. Okay, guys? There's no tank. Now, think about our two runs uh, when things were gloom and doom. Uh, the Gibbs second year, second stint, we had a backup quarterback named Todd Collins that got us into the playoffs. And then um, the three and six, we're just going to evaluate people. Shanahan, we had one, um, Kirk Cousins, who won the Cleveland game and came in and won the Ravens game down eight late in the game. So, backup quarterback, very huge. So, what do you think I'm thinking of? I think there may be a backup quarterback that may save the day tonight in the season. And, Doc, you saw that thing I sent you. Mm -hmm. That coach on uh, U university, last chance you, Knows Zach Brown, who knows, um, or uh, Terry McLaurin, and he wants out. He is very disappointed with the quarterback. There is rumblings, and when Ron said the word quarterback, the team was not mad. They were thinking the same thing because we can't throw everybody under the bus. This bus is one hundred percent driven by one Carson Wentz.
4: I can't argue. resting that. theory. That's beautiful. Inter- Sabah You enjoyed tonight. Thanks. And uh we we will be we will we'll be chatting real
2: early uh, on Friday morning. Listen, if he struggles tonight, I mean this is you need this win. I mean I'll be very interested to see what they do. If he comes out misfiring. Mm-hmm.
4: <sighs> well, well, I mean him you know. misfiring. Well, he's not 100% accurate, but he is capable of no doing things that we've S- seen not seen others do right. I mean, that's, the throws—the two the throws big thing. he threw yeah. last.
2: Well, the second one yeah. he might have been able to throw, but the first one Taylor would have never yeah. been able. To District of Columbia is like... our next stop. No
4: Tyrone.
2: Uh, yes. Good
6: afternoon.
4: What's happening?
6: Uh, I want to talk some football right now, Okay. and basically recognizing talent that we have on going after talent. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys know the professor Joe Gibbs. Mm-hmm. He created the H-back, especially Mm -hmm. for Lawrence Taylor. Mm -hmm. Why can't we go to that and basically use those like a Brian Mitchell who would sacrifice his body, do whatever the team needs him to do, whether it be special team, quarterback, whatever the brother was willing to do. Now, when I saw Cam Sims get in the game, he's the biggest receiver that we have. He played special teams last year and did some highlight things. When he got in the game Sunday, he was overthrown, but he sacrificed and dived for the ball. I don't know if anyone recognized how he put the effort in to go after that ball. I think we could do good putting him in the H-back to block, and then we'll have him, if he has to creep out into the flats, as another bona five passer because Gibson is not going to block. I see that. And then, now, answer this question for me. What's the difference between us and Seattle, the Giants, and the Lions? Now, I'm going to tell you the difference is that they recognize the talent from an undrafted kid in 2020 by the name of Tyler Huntley. He's a free agent this year, and Baltimore is willing to talk of him going somewhere or giving giving something up. Ty, to let me tell you guy. this,
4: brother. Let me cut you off for a second.
6: <clears> I'm with you. He's
4: my number one choice in the offseason, but I'm not in the offseason. It's game but, day. Well, he's saying I,
2: trade for him now, I think. No, you ain't trade for Ravens aren't going to do that. Do that. Right. They're well, trying to just, win the Super Bowl.
4: They shouldn't do it. Yeah, they're not going to do that. But Tyrone, you on point, man. Love where you're coming from. But I got to get the Junkyard Dog because it's game day. I am doing no damn futures on game day. <laughs> junkyard Dog. Hey,
9: how you doing, fellas? So, Basic, Basically, this is the Junkyard Dog, and I'm broadcasting from the Iron Curtain. <laughs> and this is why, the, and look, this, you're exactly right, dog. Look here. We didn't talk. We got about, by now we got about 10,000 views on who we should have a quarterback and who we should, how we should build a team and this and this and that. And you know what? It don't make a damn bit of difference because you know what? Ain't nobody listening to it. They are gonna build it the way they want to build it. Exactly. Now yeah. the next thing I'm gonna say is this. I will say this. All this talk about this great big long synopsis that we had on the ESPN, you know, and it's and, and and basically, I'm just finished reading. Basically, all comes down to this person said this and this per- anonymous person and. This person, whatever, we don't, you know, if you did not want to be known to say this, if, look here, all of it doesn't mean nothing but diddly squat because that's like this the same thing at work, the same thing in, in, in the building I live in, tenants, the same thing. If you don't, if you don't want look, if you don't want to, look, if you don't want to put your balls out there and your boobs out there, whether you be man or woman that nobody wants to hear about it. If you don't want to give your name and sign and sign your name to it, then it never happened. Stop talking about it. All this stuff is easy. It's easy to just write words, 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 and say, Oh, this person was anonymous and this, this, and that ain't nobody. Look here. Ain't nobody coming forward to say, I'm John, I'm John Johnson. And this is blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody putting their name to anything. And so, if you can't put your, if you don't, if you don't have the kahunas to, to put your name out there or, or put your boobs out there, keep your damn mouth shut. Love that
4: junkyard dog. Right, we off
2: to the district right now. Daryl, welcome to Burgundy and Gold today. we have never had Watergate without people talking anonymously, I by the way. It. But whatever, yeah. you know, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's DC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people forget. Yeah, we don't like anonymous sources. No, we uh, we don't on. like uh, whistleblowers. Uh, Talk to us, D. Anyway. Yeah, good. Good
10: afternoon, fellas. I'm enjoying your show. Hey, uh, hey, Doc. Uh, one of my hometown heroes passed away last week. Did you play the league at the same time? with you, did you remember uh, Marvin Powell?
4: Trojan Jets.
10: Yes, yes, oh. yes, sir, yes, sir. He's a Marvin Powell, man, yeah, we uh, played,
4: man. Hell, yeah, that dude was a beast. We played against him oh, yeah, in college oh, yeah. and the pros. Yeah, he's a good man. I did not know that. What, what, what? He was. He's a young man. What, what happened? Uh, heart attack. Wow. How big was yeah. he? Yeah,
10: yeah. Uh he he's, he's he was still pretty big, so I saying size he was when he was in the league. Okay, cool. So, you know.
4: Yeah, God rest his soul, man. He was a terrific player.
10: Yeah, but anyway, uh as far as these redskins, i I heard that this news this morning about, you know, Dan Snyder. I mean, it's like it's like whatever, man. You you, you hear this stuff time in and time out, man. It's it's like nothing new with this team. It's the same stuff, time in and time out. When I moved, first moved up here, this organization, you couldn't even get tickets to go see the Redskins play RFK. You, you, there were years. People had their name on waiting list for years. And I, and I look at the situation now, and it's, it's just it's ridiculous, man.
4: Yeah, hey, dog, to- you just peel back a scar that we all dealing with. Thanks for the reminder. Holla back, Roy, Brunswick. Holla at us. What's going on?
2: Oh no. Roy's out. Okay,
4: Chevy Chase. Marco, what's up? Hey, hey hello? Yes, sir. Hello. Yeah. Fun.
6: So so hey, Rick, it's Mark. Um read I'm calling today. Um, I don't know, if anybody's mentioned this. We're one game outside the playoffs. Um <laughs> lost today
3: in a real bench
6: pop because we've been behind both Detroit and Chicago. We need another four-game winning streak. Um, hopefully we'll have meaningful December football. Um, I'm hosting a podcast tonight uh, with my co-host. I don't know if I can mention him.
4: No, we'll um, but you he's
6: you here. Does he have any points to bring up?
2: Yeah. Good luck. All right. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Appreciate thanks it. Good luck. Call. Yeah. That was weirder than that. That was a crazy. Uh, Lou,
4: where's that? court? We got time.
2: No, we got time oh, out. Oh, go yeah. good.
4: Sanchez, Paulie, Roy, Lou, Kevin. Hang with us. Burgundy. And gold today. It is game day. I know it doesn't sound like it. We actually have a game tonight. You sure about that? Would rival the flattest atmosphere I've had in game day. Guess who just walked in the building? No idea. The menace. The brat. Yeah, the brats in the house. that is it's game day. And we once again are tied up and entangled in questions about the owner and the behavior of the owner and all these things involving the owner. And yet the coach is probably the only guy happy
2: because now it's not about him. Do you think this will, will be a a battle cry tonight? Like it's us against you know the world. Everybody's coming out, coming after the commander. Do you think this is going to be something they're going to use or try to use?
4: I don't know. We didn't even get to deal with the coach. I mean, Big L. Yeah. He got to ride that surf. He rode it in hard. And it's about was it out of context? No, it wasn't out of context. It's exactly what he said. It everything is just not a one word answer. Quarterback, right. it's the how that the context and how it works in. Who didn't know that? Did you not watch the games? The guy getting sacked a hundred times and a half. It wasn't all the line. Now, a lot of it is the line. Sure. But this guy has, so he's been average at best. been a highly sacked player. Yeah, no he's been average it. at best. Yeah. And average doesn't cut it. So we go to line seven. It's Nicholas in the district. Hey, Nick.
6: Hey, y'all. Uh, Doc, DOC.
10: Thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Um, I know it's game day, and I know how you
4: are on game day. No, go ahead. Jack likes it. <laughs> no, 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 don't just do it for me. Yeah. Jack loves drama, so go for it. Go just for it. On. It's fun.
10: I was looking back to last Sunday's game, and it was just set up for Brian Robinson to score the game-winning touchdown. Um, in my eyes, I mean, he came out the 50 cent. Just you know, it. He, you know, for all that he's worked hard to come back to get on the field. And from the two-yard line, I was just so disappointed we didn't give our young bull an opportunity to cash it in. Um, I didn't think that would have been a season turnaround type of atmosphere, type of play, and everything kind of could have come full circle. But If it
2: would have work, worked, it would have been brilliant. I'm with you. If it would have worked, it would have been a Disney movie. But I, did you see them run block on Sunday?
4: No, but he had to go up and over. <laughs> they were
2: terrible. You couldn't go through. But no, right. here's what I would have said they didn't to block Noel. Anybody the run. This
4: is what I thought General Landry would have said to yeah. Noel. Right. Okay, to this poor big fella, you've been terrible. I'm going to give you a yeah. shot. We're yeah. running right behind you. But I would have had Robinson mm-hmm. up and over, Sam Bam Cunningham.
2: If they would have gotten a fourth down, I would have made the argument you run the ball and it's your last shot anyway. But they never obviously got there. But because it wasn't a matter how the of the timing. about first down. Ball. Two plays in your pocket. Because yes, you don't make it. because no, the first down, they tackle you. There's 19 seconds left. They're not getting undone the pile. And you, if you get stuck, you, you have to score. Basically, you have to score, or you're not going to get. Another, you're going to maybe get a chance to spike it, maybe. But okay. I mean, the, the Titans aren't going to get off the pile quickly.
4: she agreed with that theory. Yeah.
2: Here's where I'll counter. Then mm-hmm.
4: I'm not going down without throwing the ball to number 17,
2: That's Terry McLaurin. or like one of your taller players. You got a six eight uh, tight end. You oh, the kid, the secret weapon. Yeah, that they really use. our two
4: puppies could have yeah. been in this. But again.
2: Yeah. You'd have to think that up. That's up to General Landry. Or better yet, I mean, I would have said to the quarterback on first down, you actually had Bates open. Stop drifting if you actually climb the pocket. You might yeah, be able to Montana,
4: something.
2: Northeast, what up?
5: Thank you so much for taking my phone call, Jim. I really appreciate it. Hey, Doc, it's time to have that conversation, man. We got to have a real, real conversation, man. Doc Walker, can you hear me? I'm loud and clear. Okay. That conversation we need to have is man, I have a dream, man. That Joe Gibbs, Doc Walker, a lot of the Redskins legends have a press conference, news conference, and say, look, we need Daniel Snyder out of here. That's my dream, man. Why can that happen? What do you guys really think? You Redskins legends, what do you guys really think of Daniel man? I don't Spider, think you man? can
4: get Joe in on that party. I don't think <laughs> that's gonna happen. Um and 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 it's and what you're saying in theory. It sounds good, but it's all make-believe. Okay, nobody bullies these 32 bullies.
2: Nobody. And again, what's the worst thing that could happen to him? He has to sell the team – yeah, and make what five six billion? Five six billion, that, and then that's his punishment. That's
4: his punishment. Yeah. That's his punishment. Yeah, okay. it's almost fitting to see him. But see again, if he was suffering, it'd be one thing. He's it's not amazing. suffering. It's amazing. How can you suffer and your bank account is growing? Right. No matter how bad your product is. Yeah. The worst part of his day is the three hours he's got to watch it. Other than that, get back on your tricycle and go do your thing. We agree to disagree on that. Okay. Going to, I thought we had my boy Corey on here, line two.
11: Cozy. Hey, what's, what's up, fellas? What's up, How y'all Freak? Feeling? There he is. Uh, besides the, the nonsense, um, can
2: you hear me? Yeah, yeah I got okay. you, buddy. Uh,
11: look, look I, I, I wanted to come on here and talk about the game, but then, you know, we got Little Rocket Man who just likes to blow up stuff every day uh before game. I mean we always got something going on. I, I I was gonna talk about hey, we need to stop Justin Fields. This is what we need to do. Uh Jalen Johnson, the good corner that they have. He's back today. Is he gonna pick off Carson Wentz? Uh they this I, I mean it's bad that we have to sit here on game day and listen to nothing but in the words of Eddie Murphy, Phil and Phil, because uh our our owner doesn't know any better. But um you know, I think tonight I had a good feeling coming in this game. Now I can already write. Paul and I we, unfortunately Paul and I we talk on a daily basis. I'm like his uh therapist, but um r I'm right down I'm right down all the excuses already. Carson Wentz, bad shoulder, Sabah doing surgery. To make sure that uh, oh, Can you imagine Sabal doing the out. surgery Oh my god Yeah, yeah Sabal's gonna do yeah. surgery so he'll never get back the Oh my god, all. no, she's made an oath oh, Sabal dude. took an oath
4: That's, that's so wrong <laughs> Yeah, she took an oath, oh that's good Sanchez, that, that's it. You got to go, gotta on, go that on that one. That was bad. You got to go out on that. You can't top that. Sanchez. Uh, we got to get to a break. Yeah, seven five
2: seven. Hang in there. We got to go to uh, a break. Go John Harvey coming up next here. It's Burgundy King today oh, on T nine eighty. Sanchez streaming
0: live on the Free Odyssey app. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours